Hello everyone. Get your coffee because it's time for a coffee with Matilda journey to self. Today I have a very beautiful guest. Her name is Khaula. She's Moroccan and she lives in Paris now. And uh, we're in Paris, Khaula, both of us. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> and then she lived in Egypt. She she lived in um, Beirut as well. I mean, quite interesting life, uh, Paula. So we're going to hear about her life story. We're going to hear how she connects with herself and how she loves to um, to share women's story around the world. Paula, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Matilda, for having me. Of course. Well, Khaula, tell us about your life story, why you moved to all these countries. I mean, you're very young and you're very beautiful and attractive. So tell us your journey as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you, Matilda. So uh, my journey is, is very different. I had a lot of experience in different countries. Uh, I lived in Lebanon, in Egypt, and uh, I'm now in France. And the culture is very different and people are very different. And even if you feel that uh, you don't share the same thoughts or the same mentalities as different people, uh, you have your own unique self and you have your own character and your own identity. And that's what's defined me. And I think the identity of each person is different. And that's what's interesting, is connecting with people and, uh, and knowing people from different countries. So I loved exploring these countries. I loved connecting with different people and hearing their story. So that's why I'm uh, launching this podcast, Women With Stories, to connect with women from all over the world, to share their stories and share their own perspective. So this is what, uh, what really um, inspires me now. Uh, very beautiful, but can I ask why woman only? <laughs> I feel that when you um, inspire women to change, you can change the whole society. Like they say, when you help women, you raise the whole society. So women have uh, a lot of impact on the society and on the community that we live in, that because it will because women can affect uh, her family, people around her, and everybody around her. So I think it's very important to, to, to take care of women and to help women to unleash their badass power and, and to help women also become more independent and more strong in this world. Mashallah, voila. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I strongly believe it as well. I think uh, women, as women, we are the vessel for humanity. And if yeah. we can uh, raise our vibration, raise our knowledge and um, energy level in this world, we're rising the whole system with us. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, men don't believe that or they don't appreciate that. But, you know... We don't care about it. We should do our yes. job the best way we can. <laughs> yes. We uh, have to stick together. 
and exactly. to be a real community so we can be more stronger and more independent exactly so how um i'm very much into feminine energy and femininity how do you explain that uh, from your work and your um, connection with women how do you come across with that um, concept do you work with that concept at all um i think for um the if i understand your question for the feminine side for for female women i think they have uh so much power to to share to the world uh i think they are not very um um how i can say that they are not uh, sh showing showing to the mm -hmm. world that they are capable of doing a lot of things uh, like men also they are capable of, of of succeeding they are capable of of reaching their truest expression of themselves they are capable of doing all of the things that men can do and um, i think that we really need to be uh, to be more open to, to challenges, to obstacles, and not to have this kind of fear stuck in our head because we are women, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, first of all, we are human being. And I think women have so much power and her uh, feminine energy can lead her to, um, to the next step and to the next level. Very nice. And I believe you're a data scientist. Am I right? Yeah. And you're, I'm sure your field is a very masculine field, no? Yes. How do you survive in Paris? I mean, and, and you work in Paris. Uh, actually, uh, when I started working, uh, I was in a team uh, with no women. There were uh -huh. just men. And you know, when men gather together, they have this their their joke, their special jokes. Their mm -hmm. you know, you can see their uh, their other sides when there's no woman involved in there. Exactly. Team. And you, mm -hmm. yeah, and you feel this masculine energy um, in the team. So um, I felt that uh, I was very challenged and um i didn't feel that um, um i'm weak in front of them and uh, i felt that it's okay to do mistakes it's okay to to be myself um and i felt also uh men also they have their um their own issues they have their own fears they have their own uh, challenges and uh, I think that even if they are, they are showing they are stronger and they are showing they are capable of some of a lot of things. I think inside of them, they they have also their own fears and their own struggles. So it's the same thing as women also. You know, Hala, it's very interesting that you're explaining this. In my opinion, I mean, based on my life experience, I think uh, men are very weak towards a very feminine energy yeah and um in my workplace and my life again my life experience i realized if women stop acting like a man 
because we're going to lose the game. They, these men uh, are trained in this game since when they are very young. So, yeah. if, but if we can capture our feminine divine ourselves, that femininity, that it's a very powerful energy, they really, they really can do anything, and they have that craving for that feminine energy. Um, we bring beauty, we bring different perspective of things, even in a meeting board, uh, by us being feminine, we can think about a lot of other elements that men cannot even think about. Mm. We see the overall picture where they see more detail about things. Um, I mean, of course, I'm not saying that their perspective is wrong or it's not needed. No, contrary, it's needed. But ours is very powerful as well but unfortunately right now we uh, i mean the society is dictating in a way to women to act like a man so in order for her to be successful but i think it's the opposite she needs to do the opposite she needs to be really more in tune with herself more feminine to bring more femininity by that she brings more life she brings more joy she brings aliveness to anywhere, to a meeting, to a workplace, to the house, mm. to the partner, to to her child. You know, yeah. I'm in love with feminine energy. That's why I'm going to talk about it for a long, long time. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you because men and women complement each other. Exactly. You can't, you, the woman can't like just lose her feminine energy and, and be like men. It's like woman needs to embrace her feminine energy and to show she's a really strong feminine woman exactly to the society um when i was hearing about you like uh, obviously when we talked before i know you had um, some difficulties in your life one of them was you in in hospital can you a little bit tell us about it and what was the tipping point that you decide to have a happy life. Yeah. So it's all started in 2016. I was uh, just out with friends having fun. And when I came home, I just felt uh, very sick. And uh, I felt this really uh, pain in, inside, my, inside my body. And I went to the hospital and I I I thought that it was not a big deal, mm-hmm. but they forced me to stay in the hospital to to see what's what's what, what I have. So I've stayed like five hours, and and the doctor came and he said to me that I need to stay to have an immediate surgery. Yeah. It was a real shock for me, like I didn't expect that, and I was like, no, I'm I'm in a I don't feel anything now. I'm not in pain. I just like I want to go home and to to mm-hmm. to go back to my life. But uh, that was a real shock to have surgery right away. So I can you share us what kind of a surgery? It was appendicitis surgery, uh-huh. and it was really urgent. Uh huh. Wow. Because I was in the final stage, and they uh-huh. needed to get it off immediately. So I was in real shock. Um, hopefully, I had my, my, my sister with me. She came. 
Um, and then the next day when I woke up, uh, I felt really uh, depressed and alone. Um, I didn't feel that uh, I have, um, like I just imagined if I just left this life without uh, influencing people or without doing something great here in the society. So I was really depressed and lonely and I kept asking questions uh, how I can just enhance my life and take my life to the next level. And I, f I, I was really in pain. Um, and I remember there was a nurse, she came to me and she told me, why you're doing uh, why you are stressed, why you are in pain, and why you are doing this to yourself. Uh, you need to just wear makeup, go outside, and just explore yourself more. And just like her words were very mm -hmm. powerful. And when I went from this hospital, I just, I was telling myself that I need to shift my mind. I need to 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 pursue my my dreams and and to to be more present in this life because what's the point to just live and not give in to people so this is this that was a very powerful message after what i had oh wow and uh, your family lives with you in paris or no you alone no my family is in morocco oh beautiful country <laughs> yeah <laughs> I really love uh, Casablanca. Ah, like, busy city. <laughs> uh, I'm from Tehran, and whenever I'm in Casablanca, I feel like it's like Tehran. So mm. I think it's one of the cities that I can live, actually. If one day happens, I can live in Casablanca. I feel connected to oh, it. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, The whole underground life of, uh, you know, it's a city with layers. If you know someone, you will be invited to certain clubs or certain restaurants. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. So, um, Paula, tell us, are they like uh, groups that you're joining? Are they, um, have, you, have you met your tribe of people uh, in life? Or you're still searching? You're still searching to find the people that you can connect a lot and there are my, uh, same minded people kind of similar minded people yeah so when uh, when when i came to paris i felt alone i was not really connected to people i didn't find really uh, people who understand me uh -huh. i wasn't i was really shy i was an introvert person and uh, I started to uh, listen more to self-development uh, courses mm -hmm. and, and also to, to know myself better. So when I started this journey, I started to, to accept myself and I started to go out and talk to people and just show that, that I have my unique personality and my unique expression characteristic. So when I uh, started to do this, I started to attract more positive people in my life. And uh, my mind just has shifted. It's like positive environment 
is very, very important in, in our lives because before I, I had a really negative environment and I wasn't aware of that. Um, I wasn't really detecting uh, this negative environment, but when I shifted and I changed my mind, I started to attract more positive people around me. So in Paris, I started to go to events like um, there's a really uh, networking events called uh, Paris for Her and uh, just network with, with women, uh, business women, uh, nutritionists, neuroscientists, and they talk about the their story. There's a lot of workshops in Paris about women also, um, and also events in meetups. Uh, I have gone to a lot of events for international people to just meet and just share ideas and share concepts. And this is very, very good to connect with people. And Paris is really a good place to, to get to know people from all over the world. It's a very international uh, city. I've, um, I mean, I, um, I never lived in Paris, so I'm looking for my opportunities in Paris for now. But I've heard if you're not part of the people, the kind of it's hard to get in to the to be accepted. Um, yeah. You know, I'm coming from New York. New York, mm. everyone's welcome. I mean, er, everyone can feel New Yorker at one yeah. point. It's just the character you need to have. I think with the Paris. And with Parisians, <laughs> that's not the case that much, no? Uh, I agree with you. It's not the case. I think in New York is is more open and mm -hmm. uh, you get to find your own place quickly. Here you need to understand the people, their culture, uh, their mindset. Uh, the mindset here is very different than the English mindset. The French mindset is very different. People here are very organized. They have their, they trust, they have their own process. Like it's, it's, it's written. It's, it's very, mm -hmm. how I can say that. It's very strict and um and they need time to trust you more so that's what i've uh what i felt when i when i came here and um yeah i think um i think with networking in in paris uh you can get the opportunity to 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 meet new people and also uh here in paris uh, they love um foreigners when they speak french yeah even if they had difficulties they they, they are happy when they see someone who's trying and mm. who's like trying to 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 speak french so right now i mean the language is very important for them here in france it's very important to to learn the french language well wow. also tell me about your time in beirut um, I mean, who doesn't love Lebanon? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you went there? I've been there twice, and it's a very uh, party and fun place to be. But I don't know as far as how I would feel to live there. I have some Lebanese-Armenian uh, friends. I have a lot of actually Lebanese-Armenian friends, which very they are very interesting. Um, but I don't know if I can ever live in Lebanon. It's a very... Yeah, I don't think I can. Uh, but what was your experience living there? Uh, 
uh, in Lebanon, well, when when I lived, I lived there for six years during my childhood. So I was I was really really so I was a child. But uh, what I love in Beirut is people uh, they are uh, living their lives. You know, they are very yeah. uh, they they laugh a lot. They are very open. They they party a lot. <laughs> they they take care of their of their image. Uh, way too much, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But the food is very delicious there. <laughs> exactly. And your time in Egypt? How was your time in e Egypt? Uh, I spent there eight years in Egypt. So basically, my half of my childhood and my adulthood there. Um, I really met nice people there. Uh, what I've what I've loved in Egypt, like. Poor people, even if they have problems in their lives, you can see they are smiling and they are they are laughing, and that's what I've loved there in Egypt. Like you, you feel people are are very genuine and they want to help you. Uh, and I I have met a lot of amazing people there because um, they are really into into helping, and even if they have. Uh, problems they have their sense of humor and just when you go out just you laugh and you have a good time with them and it's such a really uh, amazing country with with a, with a, with a rich culture uh, of course in every country you have negative sides and and uh, and great mm -hmm. sides but yeah in Egypt what I've loved the most is the people and uh, and how they help each other Amazing. I love that you've traveled a lot. And throughout all these travels, I think you learn that there are amazing people everywhere and how important it is that people can connect with each other and just enjoy each other. Because uh, I think religion and nationality is not even an important element. Uh, when you have humanity, you have everything. So... Um, tell tell me about the regrets you have in your life. Um, any regrets that you will recall it? Um, actually, I don't have uh, big regrets. Uh, what I wanted to to do more is just to take big risks um, and also uh, trust my intuition. Mm -hmm. and uh, not taking advices from everyone you can hear advices but you can't just apply every advice you hear because the advice that you hear from the other person is based on their experiences and not on yours so if they tell if someone told you yeah don't go to the to this university or don't apply to that job or don't it's based on their experience and not on your experience so just be careful where you took the advice from so Very interesting also yeah. um you being a moroccan i mean your parents are moroccan and you are moroccan by original no by origin yeah. um do you have what do you like about your culture the most? What kind of characteristic uh, makes you enjoy the culture the most? Uh, what makes me enjoy the culture? Uh, I think people there are they are smart. 
Uh, you can't fool anyone there, so <laughs> be careful from Moroccans. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and they are very. Um, they they learn quickly, and they are very good in languages. Like when you go into the north. Uh, North Morocco, they speak uh, because it's near Spain, so they speak Spanish, they speak English, they speak French, and and I feel uh, there they, there are a lot of potentials there in Morocco, um, and a lot of people that want to do good in the society, uh, but there there are not more there are not uh, a lot of opportunities. So so that is um, that is the the, the part in There's Morocco. a yeah and uh, a lot of well uh, I think what I've liked there is um, is people welcome you the way you are like they, they adapt to your um, mentality they adapt where you come from so they they, they are really accepting uh, the other other person from from outside mm -hmm. Uh, very nice. So I'm going to ask you one thing. You've lived in different countries and I think one of the beauty of when a person uh, leaves home, leaves his comfort zone and goes to another country, different culture, different language, um, the benefit of it is you can find, you start finding yourself early on because you need to really realize who you are so you can start connecting with other people. Uh, also, how do you find friends? Because I'm sure some people, not necessarily friends, but like people around you that can help you or your, your circle, let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm sure some people are afraid to leave uh, their city. Uh, they're afraid to leave their country because they think, oh, they don't know anyone uh, in other, that other countries or they don't feel comfortable. What is your advice since you lived in different countries? What, what was um how you dealt with that not having friends or not having a circle yeah. so uh, for me uh, when i traveled through these countries i realized that i have my own uh, mentality and my own identity i don't really relate to a specific culture mm -hmm. um what i've uh, what i felt is that you need to understand the person where he comes from so he can understand. Uh, so you can understand his his struggles and his obstacles. Uh, just don't judge people. Just listen and uh, and be more kind and be more genuine to people around you. So uh, I've I've never uh, judged someone. And uh, when I've traveled to these countries, I know that uh, our uh, opinion can be different. But I've uh, I've just uh, I loved uh, uh, making people comfortable when they talk about their challenges or when they talk about their story. Just I love making uh, my guests on the show on podcast, or I love making my friends comfortable when they talk to me. So mm -hmm. they know that I'm different, but they know that they can tell me anything they want. So just be more open. Yeah. Also, uh, I want to make sure, I mean, you're very young. I mean, uh, I don't know exactly your age, but you seem very young and very beautiful. Uh, Thank you. So, so I'm sure that a lot of young people 
uh, young adults, they want to leave their country for education or for various reasons. Do you have any suggestion for them? Uh, are you happy that you left your hometown? Are you happy that you left your home for a better future? Yeah, you know, uh, I feel that I can't settle down in, in one country. I need to explore more countries. Mm -hmm. So when I, it's, it's this, this, this feeling came when, um, when I'm young. So when just like changing countries, I feel that uh, I can't just settle in one country. I need to mm -hmm. explore other countries, see more people, uh, explore more of this life. And I think we can just say we are, we are not related to one country. We, are, we can be related to a lot of countries. So even if uh, I, I don't believe that uh, nationalities or, or identities will divide us, no, like nationalities and identities will will um, reunite us and will be more uh, connected. And that's I the think, beauty of it. I yeah. feel the same as well. I I don't like boundaries and I don't like nationalities. I feel we're all one. We're all connected. Uh, what's the point of saying, oh, this person is from there or the other person is from there? Um, if we all have the right values values and principles doesn't mm. apply to nationalities um very nice so if we gonna leave one one lesson for the audience what will that be i think just be yourself it's okay to 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 do mistakes in life um i just it's not just be yourself it's just uh, uh try to improve yourself by being yourself just you don't need to compare yourself with others you don't need to um to to be someone else just try to improve yourself improve your inner powers and and take more risks and um listen to your intuition and be patient so these are the advices that I can give today. Very nice. And I hope my audience will, uh, will be inspired by you living in different countries because by, when a person lives in different countries, have a different mindset about the world, it has a different understanding of the world. And I hope um, whoever that has the opportunity will put himself or herself in an uncomfortable zone, of course, and will go and explore because you really need to understand yourself. And by going to different zones, um, different countries, you connect with yourself more because you, all, you only have you at that time till you find other friends. So I hope they will be inspired and they will be inspired by your story. And thank you, Khaula, for coming to my show. Uh, thank you for your time. And um, ciao, ciao to my audience. Bye. <laughs> thank you, Matilda. Bye. Bye, Khaula. Bye-bye.